This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Wayne Dyer, and you're listening to Contact Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio, here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live on the radio, here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is love, joy, bliss, and remembering how to have it. But before we get into that show, and if you, if you hadn't noticed, it's been up on my schedule um, for some time now. I say some time now. Um, and I kept pushing it back because of life events and everything. So I'm going to get into why all that happened and, and how to really reclaim your love and your joy and your bliss because it's incredibly important in life. And, uh, but before we get into that, I want to make a few announcements and uh, share with all of you, my listeners and, and everyone, if you're new to the show, that uh, Dear James is going to be moving, I'm very excited, is going to be moving to Wednesdays at 9 a.m. beginning next week, um, at launching a brand new show. Um, it's one of my favorites, and I, I love it. It's why I do this show. And so we're going to be doing Express Yourself, and it's going to be every Wednesday at 9 a.m. And it's an all-live, all-call-in show. You're going to receive free intuitive readings. You're going to be telling me. You're going to tell it like it is. And then hear what Dear James and the universe has to say. And, and that's why I do this show. It's an amazing opportunity for both sides, for me, for you. It's listening to what's going on in your life and then hearing what the universe has to say and helping you move forward or to release things or to understand things better. So, Dear James, express yourself. Tell it like it is. And then hear what Dear James has to say is going to be launching next week at 9 a.m. on Wednesdays. And then on the first, third, and sometimes fifth Thursdays of the month, I'm going to maintain Dear James Live on the radio, and that will have featured content, featured guests, that type of thing, um, like today's show, Love, Joy, Bliss, and um, some of the fun things coming up. Um, so next week, next Wednesday, on Express Yourself, it's going to be Express Yourself, Anything Goes open topics, whatever it is that's on your mind, whatever's happening, you call in, you tell me what's going on, and then you'll hear what the universe has to say. Uh, the following week is going to be express yourself, thorn in your side. What is, what's holding you back? What's that thorn in your side that's really getting, you know, eating at you, holding you back, causing you misery, all those good things. So each week on Express Yourself, there'll be a theme, if you will. However, again... As we all know with the universe, whatever it is, call in. You call in live. Today's show is live. You're able to call in. Uh, it's a toll-free number. It's 877-230-3062. So you can always call in, tell Dear James what's going on, and we'll see what the universe has to say. There are intuitive, clairvoyant readings for you, um, and it's just an amazing opportunity. So I'm excited about the the launch on Wednesday and the expansion, if you will, because it's I'm now moving to uh, six to seven shows um, 
per month. And so I'm really, really excited about that. And some of the upcoming Dear James Live on the radio shows um, will be The Power of Faith. And if you were uh, with the series from the very beginning, you know about the power of series, the power of permission, the power of gratitude, the power of surrender. People love that word, surrender. Um, the power of intention and the power of gratitude. We opened with those five shows. And ultimately, there are a few other power ofs, the power of faith, the power of now, um, the power of love. So there's interesting things like that coming up on on the Thursday shows. Um, I will have additional guests, uh, Chris Griscombe, who is the founder of the Light Institute, where I attended uh, a couple weeks ago back in, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She is an amazing woman. Um, when you are in her presence, you feel like you are in the presence of a master. Um, and so I'm very excited. She'll be on in latter August, uh, early September. So a lot of great shows. So the, the idea is that Wednesdays is all about you calling in, you expressing yourself. And I just love that. Express yourself. And on Thursdays, it will be featured content, featured guests, things that will broaden your enlightenment, your awareness, your consciousness, things of that nature. And you're always, always, always welcome to call in live. So I always say, have the courage to call in live. It's one of the, the, the as I say, the call is free and the intuitive insight answers and advice, priceless. So those are some of the things that are happening on Dear James. Um, I also want to encourage you to go to dearjames.com and click on ask and submit a written question. Um, your written questions, I will respond to them and they'll be published on dearjames.com and on my Facebook page. And with that, follow me on Facebook. It's Dear James LLC. So it's facebook.com forward slash Dear James LLC. And on Twitter, which is Dear James. So all of those are open. You can submit questions on any of those formats to me and I will respond to them and, and publish them and so forth and sometimes read them on the air. So great opportunities for everyone listening to call in, write in, and last but not least, go to DearJames.com and click on private consultation and book a private consultation with me. Um, I do on the Express Yourself. I give away half-hour free complimentary readings, and uh, it's really, really an amazing benefit and we all learn. It's a two-way street. So I, I love the fact that the universe speaks not only to yourself, but to me when we're doing this. And it's, it's a great gift. So that's the exciting news at the top of the hour is that Dear James will be moving, if you will, to Wednesdays at 9 with Express Yourself. And on Thursdays, it's going to be the first, third, and fifth Thursdays of the month with featured content, featured guests on Dear James Live on the radio. So that's what we have. So, so far... I want to launch in then to today's topic. And today's topic, love, joy, and bliss. And I got to thinking, I've obviously been pushing this, uh, this particular show and the, and the show that's going to be following it um, in two Thursdays, uh, Victim or Participant. And because, the, interestingly enough, they are two shows that um, vastly different and yet they have a commonality in them, which requires us to look at ourselves more consciously and our role and our participation. Um, and 
with love, joy, and bliss, it was a tough one for me because uh, almost three months ago, um, I lost my father and it was sudden and it was very, a very, very tough, uh, as anyone can um, understand, a, a life altering event. And, and what I found was that I wasn't kind of living my own truth and, and what I, what I preach. And that is to find the love and the joy and the bliss in every moment. And it's something that we forget. And when we look at the world today and we look at what's going on, um, it came to me that, uh, and, and something I, I, I never want Dear James to be a political show in any way, but I, it, the interesting thing was that I was watching all of these children and these, uh, these immigrants, if you will, fleeing their South American countries and coming to the border and the reaction on both sides. Um, and there were those that were looking at this saying these are bus, buses of children, immigrant children, and the need to take care of them. And then the other half of the coin was all of these people chanting and screaming at these children, in essence at the buses with these children, that for them to go away and in essence to re to, you know, re refute them. And it, it got me thinking that what was the fundamental or underlining cause for, for these children to not only appear or to seek safety or asylum in the United States, but also what was it in the people chanting at these children in the bus? Um, and, and I can only imagine that for children, and I understand all the sides of it, but, you know, from the perspective of the child sitting within that bus, the fear that you must have because grown adults are, are chanting at you. Um, and so it was really riveting to me. It, it really moved me to understand in both scenarios, in both places, where they're fleeing from and where they were looking to come to, we have an abundance of lack taking place. There is a lack mentality going on. Because I thought about America and how incredibly resilient we as a people are and we as a country are. And I thought to myself, well, if this were different, if times were different, meaning if our mentality was different, if we, if we were really exercising love and joy and bliss, which is really abundance, would we be chanting and screaming at these children in buses, trying to turn them away or divert them to another city or place? Would we be doing that or would we be abundant and seek ways, positive ways, in order to alter the course for everyone? Um, and so it was a, it was a very interesting thing and, and, it plays so deeply to whether it's an emotional issue that you're dealing with or whether it's a financial issue or whatever the, whatever the issue is. You know, it's economic, it's, it's social, it, whatever the issue is. The funny thing that comes about is when we operate from a place of lack, we get more lack. And for the longest time, 
uh, the American people, I think, have been under this cloud of lack that from from the financial crisis and the the recession and the almost the great a second great depression and all this stuff it's all been weighing so heavily on our psyche on our energy it's robbing us of our love our joy and our bliss we can't figure out how to it's like you see the numbers, you know, they, they tell you on the television, ah, oh, the job reports are out, then the numbers are up, and we've replenished all the jobs that were lost from the recession, and you hear all of these indicators. And yet, when you really ask people, and when you really see their actions and their their psyche, their energy, we still feel as a people stuck. There's this lack that we have not shed and it's up to each of us it's really up to each of us to start turning that around to start showing and practicing abundance prosperity love joy bliss because each time we do that each time we practice it instead of lack we build, it builds upon itself and it starts becoming contagious. And, and again, I go back to like the utter resilience of the American people. It's, it's when you look at the soul of America as a collective soul that I'm talking about. America, she has always been looked at as this beacon of light, this beacon of opportunity that you can be anything in America. That's a priceless gift. That is something that we have forgotten as a people. We have, in some ways, we've been so beaten down over the course of the past, you know, seven years, if you will, that we're so caught up in our lack that even though things are improving on the surface, our mentality, our energy hasn't shifted to match that. And so when we stop and look at, here's all of our elected leaders and, and we place all in our president and we place all of this responsibility because we elect them, we place this responsibility there and we say, do something, do something. We give away our power. And so today what I'm really saying about this show with love, joy, and bliss is it's a call to action. It's a call to consciousness. It's a call to fundamentally shift your own actions, your own thoughts, your own abundance. Shift your energies and awarenesses. Take back your power and realize that one soul makes a difference. Because you're then compounding. You're, you're, it's contagious. You're going to compound and expand that energy, that abundance, that prosperity. And you're going to then start leading by example, and you're going to start showing our elected leaders that America, America, this collective soul of souls, is ready for change. That we as a people are ready to far exceed 
anyone's expectations of us. And the more we practice that in our daily lives, the more that we get out there and show abundance and show our love, our joy, our bliss, the more contagious it becomes and it builds upon itself. It just naturally and collectively will grow. And that is a huge, huge, huge opportunity for us right now. For us to sit with our hands tied and say, uh, you know, we're too big is, is a cop-out. So it's time for us to exercise love, joy, and bliss. And when we come back after the station break, we're going to get into the meat and, and continue a little bit with this. But I want to... I wanted to share with you why and how collectively we we need to shift ourselves, both individually and collectively, shift our energy, shift our awareness, our consciousness, shift it into high gear. Um, And as a friend said to me the other day, leave nothing on the stage. If we all go full out, the energy of America will shift and we will go from a place of lack to a place of abundance and that is when America is its greatest, greatest, it's at its greatest. And, and it's because of the people. It's because of us, the resilience of the people. So you're listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show is Love, Joy, and Bliss. Your lines are open. You can call in and share, as I say, share your bliss. It's 877-230-3062. We'll be right back after this station break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is love, joy, and bliss, remembering how to have it. And before the, studio, uh, the station break, I was uh, talking about the... Uh, the resilience of us as a people. And granted, Contact Talk Radio is international, so I, I in no way want to limit this to the United States. Uh, it just happens to be where I am and where I'm from. And But this is applicable to every living human being within every individual country. There's a point by which we collectively, as a whole, both as individuals and then collectively within your neighborhood, your family, your, your greater city, your greater country, there's a need. And, and what the universe has been saying to me is there's a need for us to all collectively shift our consciousness because we're operating too often in a place or a mentality of lack. And when you see that manifest itself, over and over and over again. You see the current Israeli-Palestinian conflicts. You see the, the Syrian conflicts, the Iraqi conflicts, the Afghanistan conflicts. You see all of these different elements and conflicts, the, the, the uh, inherent lack that's happening in these South American countries that's forcing, that are, that are literally the murder capitals of the world. These countries, not, not a city or a town, but countries that have this. And this is causing lack. And when we live and exist in a place of lack, and you can take this all the way down to your own individual life, when you look at your soul and yourself and you see your life, and if you operate from a place of lack, you are multiplying that lack because that's the energy that you are radiating outward to others. That lack hits the next person, it radiates and it starts collecting and all of a sudden you see all of these other people that you are interacting with and enmeshed with in lack. And love, joy and bliss are the complete opposite of lack. They are the absolute complete opposite of it. Because when you think about what is And let's start there. What is love, joy, and bliss? And I always love definitions because sometimes you look at the definition of a word and and words have such tremendous power. So when you look at the word love, the definition is an intense feeling of deep affection. Now, I don't know that there's ever a, a really great definition for the word love because it's indescribable. When you feel love for a child or for uh, a, a, your family or another person or a place, it's indescribable, but it is an intense feeling. It is a deep affection. But I think those, that definition kind of just scratches the surface with the word love. Joy is described as or defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And it's funny because joy is somewhat of an elevated version. Great pleasure, great happiness. It's not just happy. It's not just great. (laughs) It's great pleasure, great happiness. So joy is this kind of higher place. And then bliss, bliss bliss is defined or described as perfect happiness, great joy. So it's funny. Somehow, we as a people, and I'm talking about the whole world, we as a people 
have kind of become, I think, jaded in a way. And things have worn us down. Um, you know, world markets, world recessions, disappointments in, in truths of how public leaders and are acting and doing things and, you know, corporations versus people and all these things. They just kind of have worn everybody down. And what we've forgotten is one individual soul can make a difference because that one soul acts and acts in a positive way. And it begins to be contagious, just like the momentum of lack, the momentum of prosperity, of love, of joy, of bliss, of abundance. All of these elements start coming together. And if you as an individual start interacting with your friends and your family and you start exercising your bliss and go for bliss because bliss is the highest one. Bliss is like utopia. You've reached it. You've you have arrived. So don't settle. Don't settle anymore. We all need to stop settling and we need to start looking at what's going to really bring me great joy What's going to give me great happiness? And when we start realizing that it's, it's within us, it's our power that makes something possible. And if we start acting, and I always say uh, Wallace D. Waddles in his amazing book, trilogy book, he says, perform small acts in great ways so as to move you to the place or the person you want to be. So the whole point there is if we sit back and wait for these elected leaders around the world to make life better, or we sit and wait for these other people, the boss or whomever it might be that we, we have given our power to, if we wait for them to make us happy or be blissful and joyful, we're going to be waiting a very long time because the inherent responsibility to achieve our love, our joy, our bliss resides within ourselves. And so when I came down to this, I, I, I was looking at this and I'm saying to the universe, okay, so what's it take? What, what are the remedies in order for everyone to understand this and to exercise this mentality, the way I'm telling everyone to do this? And ultimately what they said was, it's about freedom. It's about permission. It's about expression. It's about us expressing ourselves in a positive manner. It's about really connecting again with the simplest of things in life. We deny ourselves the simplest thing that brings about the greatest smile. And as I wrote on the, on the introduction and exp explanation of the show... I said, simple acts of fun and freedom bring about joy and bliss. And what I find is that somehow we, as a, again, as a, as a society as a whole, as a people, as humanity, we've forgotten the simple acts of pleasure, the simple acts of fun. And today is all about 24-7 news cycles and all technology and smartphones and we're so connected. I mean, I, I had to laugh at myself the other day because 
I, uh, I, I thought I had lost my, my iPhone. I was sitting there like, where's my iPhone? Where's my iPhone? Only to realize that I was talking on it. And I was like, wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> so we realized that we have to kind of stop and realize our addiction to this connectivity, to this technology, and how it's robbing us of our joy and our bliss. Because when we, we don't know how to communicate with one another anymore, we don't know how to stop and engage not only ourselves, but our family, our children. And, you know, when I was a child, and it's not that long ago, so uh, <laughs> not that old yet, but the point is, we didn't have all these things. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't really have computers. You didn't have these things. They were at their infancy. You know, computers were kind of at their infancy. And um, so you were meant to go out and play. And I think whether you're a child or an adult, or even a senior, we've forgotten how to play. And simple acts of fun and freedom bring about joy and bliss. So I know that when I was a kid, we would go out and we would have an old like butter tub or something, and we would go out and have dirt and water and we'd make mud pies. Now, mud pies, sand castles, Whatever it was you were, you were constructing, you were using your imagination. You were using, you were building a fort out of mud pies and you would sit and watch them bake in the sun and they would dry and harden and you would be amazed as a, as a kid. You would sit and go, wow, that's so wild. That's just, you know, it went from muddy water and whatever and all of a sudden it solidified and oh, now I'm stacking them and it seems so simple and yet it, was the impetus for abundance, for, for creativity. It was an absolute joy to make those mud pies. And then I got to thinking, well, you know, from mud pies, when it rained, we would go out and stomp in the mud puddles. Now, you know, ask, ask me if my, if my parents loved that. No, not so much, because you came in a dirty, filthy mess. But you as that child, or you as that adult... Or you as that senior, stomping in a mud puddle is just awesomeness. There's something about it that is so liberating and free. And the endorphins start kicking and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm going to stomp in that mud puddle. And you stomp and you stomp and you stomp. And it is pure bliss. It's pure joy. And it's free. It takes nothing other than your energy to shift your consciousness and say, I'm going to put the cell phone down or the computer down or the Xbox down or the game player, whatever it is, I'm going to put all that down and I'm going to go dance in the rain. I'm going to stomp in mud puddles. You know, there was a point where, you know, everybody shifted. There was a time where, uh, one time when, my sister and I used to, uh, way back in the day, um, the Spiegel's catalog or the Sears catalog would come. It was a big, thick book. And we would start circling everything we wanted in those two books so that when our birthday or Christmas came around, we'd be like, okay, here, Mom and Dad, here you go. And it was always this thing of, you know, kind of buying presents and one year we happened to go to Missouri and my relatives there, 
and they do not have a lot of money. And I remember as a child, I was probably about 10 years old, 10 or 12 years old. And we went there just after Christmas. We celebrated and then we drove to Missouri to, to see them. And they were opening their presents. They waited until we got there so that they could share. And they were opening their Christmas presents and every single gift that was given to one another, they had spent the year making. And I remember thinking how lucky they were because they gave themselves a gift that was priceless. And I, and I realized at that point that they had given themselves and each other something far more than I could ever have chosen out of, out of the spirit, you know, the Sears catalog or the Spiegel's catalog. It wasn't because you couldn't buy it. It was made. And it took them time and it took them creativity and it took thought and care. And I thought, I just marveled in that. And it has stuck with me all of these years because it was, it was really a, an awakening, a turning point for me in when we give of ourselves, when we come from this place of abundance from within, anything's possible. And here, these family members didn't have the money to go out and buy something for one another. But they had every bit of, of love and joy and bliss and abundance in making their, their child or their parent or their sibling something that they would really cherish and love. And, and they did extraordinary things. I mean, they did really beautiful gifts and uh, toys and so forth that were all whittled and carved and, and made, handmade. And I just, it, it tied it back together for me with this show that love, joy, and bliss is about something that comes from the inside of us. It comes from us creating it. It comes from us making time for it. And if we're too busy for love, if we're too busy for joy, if we're too busy for bliss, which is like the utopia of, of joy and happiness, if we're too busy with that, if we're, if we're too externally occupied, then we're always going to be operating from a place of lack. And... So it's time for us, it's, it's time for humanity to have a fundamental shift. And within every country, within every being, within every person, start asking yourselves, how can I exercise my bliss? How can I exercise my joy? How can I exercise my love? They're all free. They just take your energy and your consciousness and your awareness and your willingness, your willful willingness to exercise them. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about some other tools that will help you exercise your love, joy, and bliss. Um, you are listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, and we'll be right back after this break.
Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today is all about love, joy, and bliss, remembering how to have it. And I, uh, before I go to some of the tips and tricks, uh, I wanted to bring Barb, my producer, on because I, I laugh sometimes. We, we have a system where I can see, uh, we, we can communicate via instant message, and I'll be talking about something, and she'll... She'll be like, yeah, Sears, J.C. Penney, me too, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we were just talking during the break that that uh, you know the Barb growing up lived on the river. And go ahead, tell, tell him because I just want to. Oh, we were just. I was just talking about. Um, it was pretty much that your parents were like, yeah, go. I'll see you at tonight at dinner, that type of a thing. Um, and I especially love this time of year because when I was young, <laughs> in the fifth grade, I used to be the adult supervision for my younger sister. We would float down the river. But we knew our limits. We knew that we could go like half a mile down. It was just around the bend. Um, my mom and her friend were usually, you know, they were at the beginning of the river. So they would see us go until we went around the bend. Um, but that was, you know, the thing you went there, you went to the, you went into the woods, you rode your bikes and did everything that you were talking about. Mud pies, forts, forts were big. Forts were huge. Right. And right. You know, and I, and that was making me think too, like, again, it doesn't have to be that you have to spend money. I mean, it was the whole thing of sometimes we would camp out in the in the backyard or the front yard depending oh, on where yeah. where we lived or whatever right it was all about just the tent in the backyard mm -hmm. and you know if you got scared you could run inside and yeah you know hide in your own bedroom and all that good stuff but it really helped with my dad because he worked at boeing so he was a little he was a little um 
had a lot of ingenuity back in the day. So right, we right. would do, we would do the tent in the backyard <laughs> and then we would have, you know, remember those 16 or not 16, but the 13 inch black and white TVs. He would run, <laughs> he, would, <laughs> he would run a cord all the way out. And so we'd have our little TV that was out there that got like two stations <laughs> and turned off at midnight. That, but I mean, it was I, all, it was all great fun. That's what I that I would call that camping with privileges. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, now, I now say if there isn't a mint on my pillow, that's camping. So, right. <laughs> but but the point is that when we exercise, I mean, it's going back. You know, I, I said kind of earlier that, or I wrote it in the in the explanation of the show is that it's going retro, and there's a point where, you know, that we're you know we're kind of showing our age, Barb. So I right, understand totally. That. But there's a lesson there for for every single person, no matter what your age is. And if you have kids and or grandparents and stuff like that, you know, it's like put the devices down, put put the laptop away, mm-hmm. put the phone away and figure out what's outside that uses your imagination because it's free. And it was the simplest thing, I'm sure, for you guys to go out and go tubing down the river, so to speak. Right. And yet... How much fun was that? How much, you know, fond memory is that for you now? Right. And I was just thinking about it. And actually, (laughs) we were talking about Sears catalog. I was like, it was my Sears one-man raft. (laughs) But you see what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, Barb also shared with me, it was much more on the break, the same thing. She's like, oh, my God, we used to literally circle half the catalog and then, you know, hand it to our parents. and, And it's like, okay, are we getting all this stuff? And when does it arrive? (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd turn around and hand for me, you know, they would turn around and they'd smile and laugh and they'd hand us a butter tub and say, go out and make mud pies. Right. <laughs> you know, and it was, and it was really great because it's, it, it's not that it was free. It mm-hmm. was that it was freeing. Like there was something right. about, you're not, you're not restricted to your devices. You're not, you're not restricted to your devices and you weren't limited or you weren't, you were free, like, in, in a sense, you had boundaries on the river, but in essence, that was a freeing event. Right. Because your parents were like, okay, go out and, you know, go hop down the river on the thing and everything. It was freeing. It was liberating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe what's taking place right now is we're all so wrapped up in our lack and the lack in, you know, the lack of, of abundance, if you will, like the economic thing and all of that, that when you see a busload of children at the border, you're screaming at them and, because you feel like you don't have any more to give. Right. It's kind of the tie-in for me. Mm-hmm. It's like I looked at those people and I thought the reason, there's multitudes of reasons, but but at its core, they're, they're in a place or a feeling of lack. They feel like we in America don't have enough and haven't had it for a while. So where's the, where's the turning point to start turning that around? You know, and I say get us, you know, if they were still in business, get a damn Spiegel's catalog and start circling the pages <laughs> and then go right. out and dance in the mud puddle. Right. And that, you know what? I bet you that that manifests a lot easier than the way people are doing it now. Exactly. Because right. in one way, you keep beating up against yourself. You keep going up against yourself, looking for other external things to change, not realizing you need to change yourself. You need to change inside and I, and I would say to you, you know, some of the greatest videos on uh, Facebook, uh, there was one that it's flashing in my head right now. There was a, a granddaughter that came to pick up her 
you know, almost 80 year old grandmother. Uh huh. And she starts playing an old song that would have been from the grandmother's era. Okay. And the, and the grandmother starts, I mean, moving and jiving and dancing on her front porch. <laughs> and I mean, oh, yeah, and I've seen that yeah, one. You've seen it, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's one, I mean, it's got a million plus hits because that's the point of love, joy, and bliss. Right. That woman, that grandmother, that 80 year old woman started just letting it all go and, and really, you know, getting in the moment. Mm hmm. And I think that's something that older people, my grandmother used to do this, Barb, and, mm-hmm. and I, and I often, it's like young children and, and older people. And my grandmother was about 79 um, at the time, but you know, they just say what they want to say. Right. They do what they want to do. <laughs> Uncensored. <laughs> Uncensored and, and not malicious in any way, but no. it's just this, it's just this really great innocence of, Love and joy and bliss. I mean, they, they just, if right. they feel it, they go, mm, here it is. And there were so many times where I would sit with my grandmother and watch her and be like, grandmother. And she'd be like, I just, well, you know, hey, this is just, you know. And in certain ways, it's like, I've earned the right to be, to express myself. You right. know, I've earned the right. And I think that's the key is every soul has earned the right, no matter what age. So express yourself, express the bliss and the love and the joy because it it creates abundance and that is then contagious and and then we get to go dance in the in, in the rain and sing when nobody thinks we're you know, sing when people we don't think people are watching and uh-huh. all of those great things. Fantastic, you know? well, isn't it? It was awesome reminiscing. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. So here's here's the key as we wrap up today's show and we've got some time, but I want to I want to tell you. I hope the purpose and the point of love, joy, and bliss of this show was to remind you, if you're of a certain age, to remind you to find your inner child. And if you have children and grandchildren, remember to allow them to express their inner child. Because that's the joy of life. That's the... That's where we create our own abundance. We, and, it, and it's contagious. I keep saying that. But these energies that we all interact with and that we put forth, they're contagious. And when they're angry energies, we get angry people coming towards us. When it's joyful, when it's loving and just abundant and great, more abundance comes to us. More joy comes to us. And that is the indication that we are in control of that. We as an individual soul are in control of our happiness or our sadness, our, our sorrow and defeatism versus our triumphs and our, we can be anything we can do anything. And it just reminds you that sometimes the simplest act of fun and freedom brings about joy and bliss. It's the Easter egg hunt. It's the scavenger hunt. It's the laying in the autumn leaves and just bouncing and burying yourselves in the autumn leaves. We used to do that as a kid. And the joy that it brought, the simplistic joy that it brought is priceless. You know, laying in the snow and doing snow angels, snowball fights, things like that. You know, one of the things that we, I, I noticed that we do, and my, my mom does this with the grandkids and, and, uh, is, you know, the baking of cookies. There's something about baking with children. 
that is joyful and is filled with love and excitement. They're so excited to do that because it's like a grown-up thing, and yet you're doing it with them. So it's a reminder. So one of the, one, some of the tools that I want you to remember are in order to initiate or ignite or remember your love and your joy and your bliss, seek out internally your inner child and listen to what he or she has to say. And then willfully follow, you know, willfully follow the act of, hey, get up and go hug a tree. Okay, go do that. And then see how it changes you. See how it changes and shifts your energy. You, you never know. It might be go volunteer or, you know, go, go sing in the choir, whatever it might be. Listen to it because it's your inner child giving you direction to be joyful, to remind you of your bliss. And once you start doing that, you just naturally share it. It's already happening. It's organic. It costs you nothing. It's, it's willful energy married with willful action. That's what it really costs you. And also start looking and really focusing on color. Color plays a huge role in our lives. And from what you're wearing to the colors in your home to everything about the colors of flowers you bring into your home, the color of candles, color. And when you start really visualizing and playing with color and you ask yourself, you know, I'm kind of in a melancholy mood. What color do I need? And you'll get a flash of what color and just start visualizing and playing with that color. See it in your mind's eye. See it playing. See it washing through you. See where it goes. Follow it. Be whimsical about interacting with color. And you will see how it changes your world. It changes your energy in a nanosecond. Um, and the other two things are willful action. You know, you've got to be determined. We as a people need to be determined. So when we're determined, if we're determined in a positive way, we're determined to have an intent of abundance and positive energy, then you marry that with willful action. And all of a sudden, you're going to start seeing a bounce in your step. And you're going to start seeing that you're really sharing and expressing your bliss. And I really I love that statement because it's like share your bliss. So I think everybody needs to put that out there and put it on their foreheads and on their, you know, put it on their uh, desktops and everything. Share your bliss or share my bliss because it's contagious. And that is the whole point of this show is to inspire, to incite you to share your bliss. And as you start changing you, as you start sharing that bliss with yourself, as you reignite it in yourself, as you start, you know, as I say, you know, dancing or singing when no one's looking and, you know, making mud pies and dancing in the rain and playing in the, 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 uh, the leaves and the snow and the, you know, and doing the scavenger hunts and camping outside in your front yard or backyard and doing these simple things and engaging that way as a family, even as a couple, you know, do these fun things, find that and do it with yourselves and watch how it 
how it spreads, how it's contagious and how it starts. And people start going, wow, oh, wow, look what they, they were doing that. And oh, my God, I want to do that. And you can start doing groups and start doing stuff that's like that. You know, kind of take off your take off your blinders and take off your inhibitions. Leave nothing on the stage. When people perform, uh, and this was a friend of mine in, in uh, Portugal that was uh, speaking about this with me, and it's like, when, you, when people get up and perform, and especially if they're doing a charity event or something, and they're giving up their time freely, there's something about the energy that just pours off that stage because they're joyfully, they, they want to be there, they want to give, they want to do these things. And that energy is palpable and it's contagious because when you're sitting in that audience watching these people give of themselves freely, you feel it and you walk out of there humming or tapping or buzzing because it's all energy. So share, share, share your bliss and remember how to have it. Remember how to have love, joy, and bliss, and then don't be afraid to share it with others, and certainly don't be afraid of sharing it with yourself. So that's my show today, Love, Joy, and Bliss. Um, again, very excited about the launch of Dear James, Express Yourself, Tell It Like It Is, and then hear what Dear James has to say, coming to you beginning Wednesday, July 16th. It's going to be every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. They are free intuitive readings, and... I give, uh, I give away complimentary 30-minute private readings as well on that show. So that begins next, uh, next Wednesday. And then every first, third, and fifth Thursday will be Dear James Live on the radio, uh, where I bring you featured content and featured guests, and all with the intent and purpose of broadening awareness and enlightenment and evolution and consciousness. So I'm, I'm incredibly happy to be expanding the show and... Uh, rolling out this new format. And I thank you all so much for listening. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. I will see you all on Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James, gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.